Jenna Jacoby is presented by Allstate. Get protected from mayhem this year when you switch and save with Allstate. Hey, this is the Magic Man, and you're watching my homeboy, Jalen and Jacoby. He's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What, what is up, it that we do? We give the people, give the people what they want. The people got what they wanted last night on ESPN, nationally televised games between two of the yeah. best teams in the Eastern Conference, the Cavs and the Celtics. And it went down to the wire. It was Jason Tatum catching this dunk to tie the game and take it to overtime. But in overtime, it was Garland and it was Mitchell. Garland's first game back in quite some time, put up 29 and 12 assists. Jalen, the Cavs are now 6-1 and one behind only the Bucks in the Eastern Conference. And they have Garland back. How should we start considering this as one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference? Are they there yet with the Celtics Spider and the Bucks Man. and the Sixers? Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. You ought to, ought to remember that jingle? Yes. Youngster. Donovan Mitchell, as I mentioned to you, he's better equipped with the roster around him in Cleveland than he would have been in New York and even what he had in Utah. And that was a team that had some Western Conference regular season in in particular success. And here's why. He has a backcourt mate that can also put up buckets and flurries and has Mm -hmm. unlimited range and was an all-star last year in Darius Garland in his own right. And he just returned. And when he was out, Karis LeVert had 41 points. The balance in the backcourt. So now when it gets to overtime, Spider Mitchell can take over. And that's what happened. And let's talk about their bigs. Yes. One of your favorite players in the league is Jared Allen. Jared Allen. You almost shed a tear when they traded him from the Nets. Why why was he even in that trade? They could use him right now, but go ahead. Right. And so now you have Mobley and Allen, two mobile bigs. They're not just, you know, um, clogging up the paint. The offensive prowess of Mobley, the hands and the ability to finish of both of them, whether it's drop passes, whether it's lob passes, whether you're giving them an opportunity to score near the bucket. And so when you got a backcourt that's that dynamic, getting you 25-plus each player, and they'll be an all-star backcourt, Now that I think about it, probably the only all-star backcourt in the Eastern Conference. And then you have two bigs up front that I just mentioned that are young and and are terrific down low and clogging up the paint and rim protecting. So I really love what the Cavs have done, and it's great to watch this young team grow into a contender. Because I felt like last year, like, wow, I love this Cavs young core. Look at how good Mobley is in the NBA game. And I was, like, forecasting them to be contenders 
in a couple years, in three years. But right now, out of the gate, I know it's super early. I'm looking at them now, and I'm looking how the Nets have struggled, and I'm like, this is a top three team in the Eastern Conference. Like, if the Sixers keep struggling and the Nets keep struggling, like, they're going to be a top four team in the Eastern Conference at the end of the regular season and make some noise in the playoffs. This team is ready now. And Jalen Rose, you always say it, so just give it to me now. They're young, but they're what? They may be young, but they're ready. But one of the things I want to also acknowledge, they got to get a little more help off the bench. It's great to see a resurgent Kevin Love between talking about his mental mental health challenges to reinventing himself, to being the highest paid veteran on a team that was trying to find an identity, to now all of a sudden recreating a role. I want to give Love and J.B. Bickerstaff, their head coach, a lot of credit. Jalen, Los Angeles, the duo, the superstar duo at the end of the game connected on this play. (laughs) Of course, I'm talking about Austin Reeves to Matt Ryan. LeBron James is on the floor. Who does Darvin Ham draw up the play for? Matt Ryan in the corner, cross-court pass, gets them to overtime to get the win. Jalen Rose. What do you think about this superstar duo in La La Land? I know this is clear sarcasm, but let me tell you something. We might as well give Darvin Ham coach of the year right now. (laughs) Right now. Because let me tell you, sir, he has the courage of a burglar in broad daylight to be in Los Angeles coaching the Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook on the team and neither one of those human beings touched the ball they on drew the most him. important possession in the game. <laughs> and then it's a fall away one leg three. Yep. Fall like, away one. And, and I know nobody game, was happier than Pat Bev. You see AD set the screen. Like, this play was drawn up for Matt Ryan. Like, there were other options, but this was going to Matt Ryan the entire time. And one more thing about Matt Ryan, I cannot make this up. My man was driving for DoorDash like a year ago, and now he's got LeBron James on his team, and they're looking off LeBron, using him as a decoy to get to overtime. Continue, Mr. Rose. And how about this? I want to shout out to Lonnie Walker, too, because he's been balling. And as a young player, as a terrific athlete, when they play with pace and tempo and get on transition and get open floor situations, he's a really good finisher. I believe he led them in scoring. And the other thing, I got to go back to this. So you're playing against the Pels. The Pels were down, I believe, what, 16 and made a comeback in the second half. You get to the most important play of the game, you're in the huddle and you Darvin Ham. If that does not work, what are we talking about today? I want to ask you this, media industry veteran of over 20 oh, years of you. production. And oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you exactly what we're talking about today. Should Steve Nash be the coach of the Lakers? That's what we're talking about today. <laughs> Should Steve Nash be the coach of the Lakers? That, that's, the, that's the number one question we're asking if he draws up a play for Matt Ryan and it doesn't work out. He steps out of bounds or something. That's exactly what we're doing. And Jalen, you mentioned Lonnie okay. Walker, and I'm glad you okay. did because he shot well. He was 5 for 9 from 3. And here's what he had to say about his shooting performance. I love this quote so much. I can't wait for you to hear it. At the games, uh, two a days, I'm, I, I've been staying in the gym, getting as much shots as I can. Uh, my jump shot is too beautiful not to be not to be making any threes, honestly. So 
I mean, I'm going to continue to shoot with confidence. I feel like that's something you would say. That seems like something you would say. My jump shot is too beautiful not to be making any threes. Not only something I would say, he said it with confidence and with his chest knowing he just balled. But number two, you know this in the history of hip-hop. You never bet against a man with a half-moon Caesar. Ask Raekwon the chef. You see Lonnie Walker out there balling with it? You know mm-hmm. he got to be putting in work. Well, I'm just, I remember when you had the exact same part in your hair and you also had a crisis following it because you thought your hair would never grow back. And now look at you flourishing with the fro. Flourishing with the fro. Jalen, time for us to again address the mess that is the Brooklyn Nets. The latest is this, that the Anti-Defamation League and Kyrie Irving put out a statement and it reads this. I'm aware of the negative impact of my post towards the Jewish community and I take responsibility. I do not believe everything said in the documentary was true or reflects my morals and principles. That's a joint statement with the Nets. Also, he donated $500,000. The Nets matched that $500,000 donation as well. He does not say the words, I am sorry, or the word apologize. Does that bother you in his joint statement with the Nets? Yes, it does, and I wish he would have because that would have been the exclamation ownership that this situation and the severity that it has taken place deserves. So, yes, I am disappointed in that. And here's professional sports and or life 101. The reality of this, even though Ime um, Udoka was suspended for the year and the Nets may get some bad PR, for his hire, ultimately they've shown us they're trying to do one thing, Jacoby, and that's win at all costs. And there's a, a line of demarcation every now and then where teams and organizations walk to the line, to the edge of the pool, and then there's certain things they're just not willing to do. In this case, they're showing we need to do what we can to make this go away. So let's throw some money at it. Mm. And, and and the people that, like myself, that don't like to see anyone offended or discriminated against, that's how it's going to be taken. And that's just going to make the flurry of people who want to let their voices be heard, whether it's at games, whether it's on social media. Those voices, I believe, are going to be just as steadfast, if not louder, after what you just acknowledged, no apology in theory or I'm sorry in the press release. Yeah, I mean, the the money at the problem thing is also stands out to me is this 500,000 matched by the Nets 500,000, that million dollars is not going to sort of undo the harm that has been done by him promoting this type of speech, this type of film on social media. And again, I think that they are just doing everything they can to make it, to make it go away. Let's put out a statement. Let's donate some money. Let's just make this go away so we can get ready for the next distraction, which will be the hiring of Ime Udoka. And then we can start talking about what happened with him in the Celtics this summer. But next, you and I are going to start talking about what happened last night in Philadelphia. Historic performance by four Houston Astro pitchers to put together a no-hitter in the World Series. We'll discuss that and much more right after this. You're watching Jalen and Jacoby.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Coming to you live from the seaport in New York City and brought to you by delicious Grey Goose Vodka. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Anthony Rose. History was made last night in Philadelphia where the Houston Astros after previously in the series giving up a five-run lead. That did not happen last night. They were up five, but they no-hit the hot Phillies lineup. It was Christian Javier doing most of the work and then three other relievers coming in to finish it up. What did you think about this great performance by the Dodgers starting pitch, I mean the Astros starting pitcher and the bullpen? On the biggest stage and in an era where offense is still something that leagues are trying to make a premium, dominant pitching seems to be undefeated. This reminded me of like when Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling, for example, won it with the Diamondbacks. I remember when they got to the team and they were literally seeming like pitching every game of the World Series. And that's the same thing for these Astros, who, by the way, I got to say this out loud, Jacoby, and you're a die-easy Yankee fan. They swept the Yankees. I thought everybody was upset that they cheated. I thought everybody was upset that they cheated. And they're proving that, yeah, we cheated before, but we still getting it done now. And this is history. When you're sitting there on the edge of your seat watching a World Series game and wondering if it's going to be a no-hitter and four pitchers do the masterful performance and getting it done against an incredible Phillies lineup, hey, man, that, that's historic. Especially when you consider the the postseason that Bryce Harper has had to have him in the lineup to have a no hitter, and you mentioned like the the days of Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling. I would never see a pitcher after six innings of no hit baseball get pulled from a game and everyone just be cool with it. Like in a World Series game, you've got Correct. six no hit innings. Like I would just when I was a kid, that was just never discussed, and now it happens, and it obviously was the right choice in this scenario. I'm glad you caught that example the way I was putting it down. Correct, because those were the guys that would give you a complete game, would give you nine innings, and and pitch multiple games in the same series. The game has just changed, but you got to get our Astros a ton of credit. Well, it looks like there is going to be some change in the nation's capital. The Washington Commanders owners have announced that they have hired a bank to explore potential transactions. And that announcement came just an hour or so before it was 
brought to the forefront that the U.S. Attorney's Office is investigating that very franchise for financial improprieties. Jalen, this seems to be like the Snyders trying to get ahead of the impending announcement about the U.S. Attorney's Office investigation. Do you think this will ultimately lead to the Snyders selling the team outright? Boom. That, I think that's exactly. Yes is the answer to that question. And we've heard over the past few weeks, you know, rumbles about whether he was getting along with the other owners and what he may be willing to do in order to try to keep the team. And he's come out and refute, refuted that. But the bottom line, I think that the, the ends is going to justify the means. And I think where we're heading ultimately once First off, they changed the name, something that Daniel Snyder said he would never do. Now, also, based on the other things that have taken place, now it's going to lend to him selling the team. In an odd way, this does sort of remind me of what happened in Phoenix with the Suns. It just seems like investigation after investigation, mounting pressures, just lead someone who is considered by the public as a bad owner to end up being sort of forced out. And it seems like I, I associate the word investigation with this franchise the last couple of years than I do wins or quarterbacks. And hopefully this transition can get the fans of this team thinking more about wins than about investigations. Jalen, you picked the MVP of the NBA in the preseason to be Luka Doncic. Now it's way too early to even have that discussion, but Luka has started extremely hot, historically hot. He has had 30 plus points. In every single game the Mavs have played this season, a streak only matched by Wilt Chamberlain. What do you think about Luka? Hot start. Luka's the most unstoppable perimeter player in the league. That, that's, that's exactly what it is. And, and, and let me tell you the ways, ladies and gentlemen. Can't guard him with a guard. Can't guard him with a wing. Too little in a lot of cases. Or he's just too good. Can't guard him with a big, too skilled. If you don't believe me, just look at the Suns series last year. He posted up one through five if he had two to score. He's doing that again. Also, range on the jumper. He shoots that three ball. Terrific creator off the dribble. And also can play through contact. And so when I see Luka, and by the way, Still going to make teammates around him better, Jacoby. Yep, that's my point, Somebody too. cuts, feed him. Somebody's open, feed him. I get doubled, drop it off. Grabbing boards, everything. When you're in a conversation with Wilt Chamberlain and you've scored 30 straight in seven games to start a season, that that's a level of dominance that only few can even imagine. And the sky's the limit for his potential. A couple things about this start is... When you get compared with Wilt Chamberlain, and you're talking about scoring, that is obviously historical and accomplishment in its own right, but you hit the nail on the head to me. Wilt Chamberlain wasn't out here getting double-digit assists. You know what I mean? Like, he was putting up his numbers, but he was very much scoring to score. Luka Doncic is keeping the ball in his hands, making his teammates better, giving people open shots, and I know what you're about to say. I know you. You're about to say he was getting rebounds. You're saying Wilt was getting rebounds. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just say it. I was actually going to say uh, Wilt led the league in assists before because he got mad at people just like yourself acknowledging the points and the rebounds. So when you see the Joker getting those triple doubles and passings 
um, numbers for Biggs, he's also going to be compared to Will. Absolutely. And when you think about great scores in the league, like they don't always hit 30. You know what I mean? They're going to be some 28 and 25s in there, but it seems like Luka is getting 30 every time he ties his shoelaces. We don't have a lot of time, but I want to very quickly recognize something that I recognized last night. The Knicks had a big lead against the Hawks in the garden. I had seen this movie before. They're up by 20 in the second quarter. I'm watching this game and I say to myself, no chance they hold on to this lead. And it was Trey Young who got bonked in the eye, so he didn't really contribute that much in the second half. But it was the new Hawk, DeJounte Murray, that powered this comeback. It seems inevitable that the Hawks just own the Knicks. So this is becoming a nice Eastern Conference little rivalry. And that's what happens when you play against a team in the playoffs. And as you mentioned, Trey Young didn't have a, a, a hit one of his greatest games, but he became a star on that stage officially when you're doing it in the postseason. So now you add DeJounte Murray. I talked about all-star backcourt in Cleveland. Atlanta's mm. on line one because they have an opportunity to have that as well. And both of these backcourts are young. But I have to ask you, when your Knicks dieasiness was up 23 and R.J. Barrett was making right corner threes, what were you saying about this game? Let me open up my live betting app and bet against the Knicks because I know they're <laughs> going to blow this lead. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm glad you asked, and I'm glad I put that bet in because if you can bet on anything, you know the Knicks are going to blow a lead to the Hawks in Madison Square Garden. Jalen Rose, we will be back right after this Smart very money. short break. Doubleheader Friday night on ESPN, starting with the Bulls going up against the Celtics in Boston at 7.30. And then in the nightcap, it is Giannis and the undefeated Bucks against the new-look Timberwolves. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, what do we do every day on this program? Sadly, we're still acknowledging that Brittany Griner is wrongfully detained in Russia now 259 days. So we wish her a speedy, safe return to the United States. Thursday night football tonight, it is the Eagles against the Texans. And every time the Eagles take the field, I bet Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown. And he's scored a touchdown in four of the seven games so far this season. That means that's a good bet, sir. What you got to add is that he's going to throw two and run for one because he's been that dynamic. And coming into this season, once you add A.J. Brown with the weapons they already have, you try to figure how long it's going to take for those guys to connect. They was connecting tight windows last weekend, looking outstanding out there. Yep, I'm a little wary of the 14-point spread, so I'll probably just go money line, parlayed with Hurts touchdown, no problem, because don't sleep on the Texans losing games, but losing games closely like your Lions. We'll be back tomorrow, ESPN2, 4 p.m. Meow. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We always say we get the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast-exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen Anthony Rose. A couple things I would what like up, to discuss dog? with you. One of those things that I would like to discuss is your Pistons. Detroit basketball! It was just so nice to watch them get that big win over the Warriors. And to see that happen in the building in that manner was great. But I look up, and I saw them lose to the Bucks last night. And now they're 2-7. and seven, And everyone was so excited about this team going into the season. But after nine games, I did not expect them to be 2-7. and seven. What has gone wrong, and how do they get it right? I would say after nine games, I would have hoped for five and four or four and five, mm-hmm. to be honest with you, based on the fact that I see improvement in our young roster. One of the things, though, that has to become more effective is Killian Hayes. And I was watching the Cavs, and I thought about how they were building their team. And we have one of the best GMs in the league in Troy Weaver. Everybody knows this. But the one thing about drafting and trading for players and whatnot, every now and then, you're not going to bat a thousand. And so as the Cavs built out the team that you see on the floor, it started with Colin Sexton. That's who it started with. He showed that he could be a, a productive player, a starting level point guard, uh, flirting with, you know, being a 20-point guy depending on the situation, you know, and that would be, you know, a lottery team, but he has the uh, ability to do that. And so he develops to be a player. Then all of a sudden, you start to build a roster. You get Allen and Levert. You get Garland. You draft Mobley. Sexton gets hurt. This offseason, you acquire Donovan Mitchell. You know who you used in order to help make that happen? Sexton. Colin Sexton. And Markinen. And Lori Markinen. Now, you look at a box score, the Jazz have been playing well. Lori Marketing's had a 30 and an 11 game. Mm-hmm. They're off to a surprising start. So what I'm bringing up is Sexton, them not missing on the Sexton pick became a valuable entree into then doubling down on having all-stars like Allen and Garland and now saying we can mortgage some picks and a young, a couple of young players, and turn that into a proven young talent like Donovan Mitchell. In Detroit, when you miss on Killian Hayes, Bay already has outplayed his draft status. For him great. to be a, an NBA level starter and to already have 
50 points in a game when he went into the middle of a first round. That's exquisite, exquisite value. Isaiah Stewart, the exact same thing as an undersized guy, is going to play with effort, is going to go after boards, block shots, throw his body around, but he's not 6'11". But he improved his game, and now he can make threes. He's That's shooting jumpers that now because that was... That jumped out of me when I was in the building. I was like, is, is, is Beef Stew not just shooting threes, but like confidently shooting threes, and his teammates are like not even going for the rebound because they feel like it's going to go in when he's open. Correct. Yeah, let's talk about that. Building a team through the draft in a market where you're not normally getting a free agent, even like a Jeremy Grant who chose to go to Detroit, and now he's in Portland. I'm grateful that he chose to do so. But we got to build through the draft. And Killian and B. Stu, who's now making threes, are integral pieces of that along with Bay, where Bay and Beef Stew have already outplayed their draft status and have shown that they're going to be productive NBA players for a long time. Killian Hayes is still a question mark. So now when you get K number one overall and they don't become the dynamic duo in the backcourt, the next year you take Jaden Ivey, now they have the potential to be the future dynamic all-star level backcourt, as I predicted. And Jalen Duran as a big down low who just, he muscles everywhere. He looked like Bam. He looked like Ben. Well, he just got muscles on muscles, Jacoby. 18 out here dunking on people. But the one is Killian Hayes. When you have that seventh pick, man, say, for example, that becomes Halliburton, Right? Mm. Then you don't have to do what you do in the draft. You already have a guy that's getting 20 and 10 for the Indiana Pacers. So that that's the player that we're going to need to continue to grow, work, and be productive so that this rebuild can put us into the playoffs at a steady spot this year. All right, I'm going to keep it Detroit for a second because we had such a great weekend. Thank you again for just hosting me all weekend. It was an amazing experience. Thank I'll you. never forget. But Thank one of the you. things that happened this week with the Detroit Lions is Hawkinson got traded, and he said, and he said in a quote, now I'm get ready to win some games. First time I've really been able to say that. How do you feel about the parting shots from your guy, Hawkinson, who's on your fantasy team? Deserved. When you won one playoff game in 60 years, you can't fight facts. Just because Boldy James and Royce and Megatron and Barry Sanders and me are all loyal to the Lions for whatever reasons, that don't mean the players got to be, especially when they feel like they got done wrong. And then going into his contract year, I felt early that he should have been getting the football more. Now, I don't know, um, you know what what changed from a dynamic of a guy's playing at a pro bowl level like last year um i i don't know exactly where to attribute his quote unquote slow start but i'll tell you this you don't get better as a franchise when you draft darius slay he becomes an all pro and then you let him go to philly you don't become better when you draft hawkinson he becomes an all pro and you let him go to the Vikings. 
That's a great point. Jalen, you mentioned Boldy James. You got his phone number, right? Absolutely. Because he's got a project coming out tomorrow. Could you use that phone and see if you can get him on the show tomorrow? Absolutely. Concreature Boldy James. I'm going to hit him up and see if he can join Jalen and Jacoby because he got bars and stories. And you know it's crazy. Talking to him at the game, he, he said he was inspired by Biggie. And it totally makes sense at the pace and the cadence that he raps. So make sure y'all support my guy, Bojack, and I'll get him on the show to talk about Mr. 10.08 out Friday. That'll be tomorrow's show. We will have a show tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen Anthony Rose? We're not done. We're not done. We are not done. Got to give the people.